planner. So, like, it freaking sparks my anxiety when you realize, like, everything that you had envisioned for your life is not what it is. So, you know, you feel pressure, like, how you said that you don't give a fuck, like, what anybody got to say. I'm still learning to be like that. Like, I'm 25, and I still care too much about what people say around me. Like, people always, I feel like people, like, have a microscope on me, and they're like, what is the meal? We all put money together to finally get the fucking mics. Yeah. Sorry for the bad audio on the last episode. Shit was terrible. Yeah, that was rough. Okay. That was, was kind of rough. Fucking dark as fuck. <laughs> I don't know why. But it was we like, did the upgrade. But we, we did an upgrade. Up. We, we got lights up. now. We got four, <laughs> there's our new studios. The post we, got mics. we got mics and shit. In the seventh episode. And now Welcome. We and now we got our first guest. Hey. Hey. You want to Hi everybody, I'm Talia. I am his brother. No, my sister. So, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> my brother. I said I'm your brother. No, I said I said my brother. Talia's yeah. Limes, Talia. but yes. she has a different last name because she's happily she's married. married. This is off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> she's happily married. Okay, but now I gotta ask you a serious question though. Yes. Get right into really it. serious. Every question. How the fuck do you have 15k on TikTok? <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, he's not here. So, uh, this, um, so you went to college, right? 
Yes, I did. What colors? U.S. All right, so I did two years at Palm Beach State in Boca. Then I did my final two years for my bachelor's at um, University of Central Florida in Orlando. Shout out to the Knights. So, yeah, that's, that was my criminal justice. Yeah, it was a very good field. It was really interesting. Did you enjoy learning? I did. I did. The classes were really interesting, for sure. My professors were awesome. Um, I did homicide. One like one of my classes was a who's a homicide detective. My professor, and we all we did was go over his cases that like he studied and he worked. So it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So since you got went through all that schooling and stuff, then why made you go to the into the military? Okay, so. Here's my thing with with school. I'm not going to say I regret going to college because I don't regret it. It was a really good experience for me. It's the first time away from home. You know, like, I became very independent during those two years that I was away. But, obviously, my life took a change when I got married. Um, I can't say it's him, but, you know, it was my decision, too. Obviously, with being a military spouse comes a lot of changes, a lot of moves. So, like, when we first moved out, our first, well, his first duty station was Fort Carson, Colorado, which is where we're currently at. Um, And he deployed a few months after I got there. So, we arrived in March, and then he left in June. So, when he left, I didn't have friends there. I didn't have family. So, it kind of hit me hard. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. I don't know, like, job-wise, how it's going to be. So, I'm very... I don't know what the word is, but I'm like, I'm very just in the moment, like whatever Fun comes to my head. Yeah, like whatever comes to my head is like, ah, I'm gonna do it, like fuck it. So that's how I ended up joining the military. It wasn't something I had been dreaming of doing my whole life. I actually always thought I would never join the military, but I figured it was like my best shot at having my own, like my own path and being stable. So like, cause I'm never the type of person, I would never be the type of person to depend on my husband. Like, that's not me. Like, I've always been a firm believer of two household incomes. Those people that think otherwise, that's on, like, you know, to each their own. I mean, it's, I get it. Cause you've been raised like that also. Correct. I've never been, you know, I've never had the example of just being a stay at home wife and not Mm -hmm. doing nothing, raising kids. That's not how I was raised. And that's not my mentality. I like working. I like making my own money. I like, you know, not asking for money from nobody. So that's why I ended up joining, and um, quickly, you know, you find out if it's for you or not, and it just wasn't something that, <laughs> that I personally enjoyed. But what about criminal justice? Like, you don't want to get into that world anymore? So that was the thing, you know, like, when you're in high school, you just, you don't, I personally at least didn't do my research on like, oh, you know, what are the steps to get to where I want to get to? I was just like, oh, this is what I want to do. And I thought, you know, if I have a degree, I can do it without having to do anything else. I wanted to do homicide. I love the whole, you know, crime scene side of law, of the government stuff, and, like, you know, a murder, trying to solve, like, how it happened. But I never realized that before you become a homicide detective, you have to be a cop. And then before you even be, like, once you're a cop, you have to go through other, like, divisions, not just go into homicide. You got to do first, I think it's, like, home invasion and robbery, and that's a whole different side of detective. And then you go to, like, cross-train with the homicide you know, section. So many loved ones. Yeah. And that was something that I never wanted to do. Like, I would not want to be a cop. So you just regret your whole major, basically? I don't regret it because it was an interesting major. Like, yeah. the, you know, but I do regret that, like, it's a lot of time doing school for something that you end up not really going into at the end anyway. So that's the only thing that, like, you know, I've learned now that you don't need... 
to have a whole bachelor's degree to be successful. Like, you know, my dad's a perfect example. He didn't go to college at all, and my dad's very well off. You know, he's a hard worker, but he has no business. And then there's people that just do trade schools. I didn't really know much about trade schools back then. Like, I never really knew that that was a thing. Mm -hmm. But there's so many things you could do that are just, like, a short two-year thing. And then just go into the working field and build up and grow. You know, like, start from the bottom and grow in a company. And you can be super well off. Is it? I think you I think you got... And during high school, you got, like, biased into the way of the college yeah. system. Yeah. And that's what probably and fucked you up. Also, it doesn't mean... Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, me growing up, it was always like, okay, you know, don't worry, your college is paid for, you know, like, you're going to go to school. Like, I'm not going to say that my mom and dad were like, you have to go to college, because they weren't like that with me, but they weren't, they never really said, no, don't go. You yeah. know, they were like, they never really opened my eyes to like, okay, look at everything that's out in the world. They were just like, college is the way to go. So I was like, okay, you know, college, whatever. I didn't think of just stopping after getting my AA because that would have helped me either way. Like, I would say at least get your AA, you know, your general studies, like your general stuff. Um, and then, you know, that's that's what I would say. Like, at least get your AA. But it's not to say, like, unless you're 100% sure that whatever you study, you're going to go into it for sure, then a bachelor's isn't always, like... Mm. But you got to, you got to, you're kind of bad. Like, you should be, like, you know happy that that's been like you, you you're happy like fuck <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, you should be happy that your parents didn't force you to do it because some people's parents forced them to go to college force them to get those four years yeah. so you should be happy that your parents didn't like force you into that and they get that pressure and that pressure may lead to like bad like mental issues and bad relationship with their parents because that's something probably they don't want to do but your their parents people are like their family make them do it so you should be happy that your parents weren't like that yeah no i definitely you know appreciate that they kind of let me spread my wings and fly like most parents would be like no just stay here like stay close to home but like i've always said it i if i ever did go to university i always said i want to go to ucf mm -hmm. orlando i just love the city i love orlando vibes so like when i got to live over there i just i loved it like you know and everybody always thought like oh you know how's it gonna be how's Talia gonna be when she leaves because it was my first time away from home my parents everybody knows how strict my parents were when I was growing up like I was the oldest person out of my friends group that had the earliest curfew yeah. you know so it was just like everybody thought that I was gonna leave the house and be rebellious and forget about school and like not study but no like I yeah, so... It depends know, on your race and depends on the person. It, I really yeah, think it depends on the person. Sure, because yeah. I'm more of a chill person. Like, mm -hmm. my friends would invite me to clubs and to go out. And, you know, every now and then, of course, I would go. But that wasn't my priority. Like, I mm -hmm. wanted to finish school fast. As fast, like, as quickly as I could. So, I got a job. I was working there while I was in school. And I finished. That's what my goal was. And I went and I did what I had to do. Did you get the college experience like that so-called experience i feel like it did if you talk to people that went like my best friend daniela like if you ask her she'd be like no she did not but more time like i feel like i did because you know yeah i didn't go out as maybe as other people as much as other people yeah. did around me but i still had the pleasure and the luxury of saying if i want to go out i will you know like no one was forcing me like i'm not the type of person that's like if you're gonna make me do something if I don't wanna do it I'm not gonna do it I don't care mm -hmm. anybody, like what anybody gotta say mm -hmm. so you know when I wanted to go out I would go out and then if I didn't wanna go out then I would just stay home and mm -hmm. just chill in my room PJs and pigging out watching movies in my room so you were the were you that popular kid in school or you were the kid that everybody knew but you just didn't hang out in high school? yeah Um, I wouldn't 
say I was popular. No, like I knew, you know, people. I had my friends, my group mm-hmm. of friends, and I knew people, but it wasn't like I would say like everybody knew who I was. Like no, I just I was a normal kid. Like I didn't really, I wasn't like the weirdo. I wasn't the cool <laughs> kid. I don't really consider myself anything. I was just very. Like, as long as you wasn't the ghetto kid, you straight. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the ghetto kid either. Like no, I don't know the hell I was were to you, be honest were you bad in school were you good in school no well what do you mean academically or what nah like lifestyle like, mm. like, was you talking about like, like was you a hot cheeto girl or not no no I really wasn't I, like it's weird because you know I think it was just because I was so afraid of my dad <laughs> <laughs> I was so afraid of getting caught that like I would never do anything bad I skipped school one time and that one time that I skipped school it was for actually a normal reason I actually called my mom and asked her if I could <laughs> so because it was like my cousin Wilmer yeah. it was our cousin's last day of high school he's graduating that year and you know they have this thing where it's like seniors can leave early so I ended up just leaving with him. But my mom, obviously, she knew. So in case the school called, she already had the heads up that I had yeah. left. So it technically wasn't skipping because you Exactly. Got like, I was skipping in the eyes of the school. Yeah, but, yeah, like, exactly. in mom's eyes, no. Nah, fuck the school. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a bad kid. I wasn't, you yeah. know, like... And academically? Oh, I was a perfect student mm-hmm. in school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Grades for me were really important. It's not because mom and dad would like scold me if I came home with bad grades, but me personally, I took pride in getting good grades. Like I always got A's and B's, and you know, like I wasn't doing all AP courses, or like some of my friends were, but I took honors courses. I took some AP courses, and like you know, I just liked getting A's and B's. Like B's to me hurt depending on the class. So (laughs) you know, math—that's a whole other story. (laughs) I hate math, but had no beefs in high school though. Like nobody that ain't got a fight. No, I've never been in a fight. The only time I've been sent home early and it was like people make fun of me for it. Cause you would think as you get older you get worse. Actually I got better as I got older. When I was little in first grade, my dad had to come pick oh, me up. Oh, first grade. I was talking about high school. Okay, yeah. first grade. Bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the only time I've done something yeah, wrong. First grade. No, I just was always taught, like, don't let people What, what happened in first grade? I cursed the girl out. <laughs> in first grade? I said my first curse word in third grade. I think I was going to fucking build a block and shit in first grade. What the Cursing? What the fuck? I cursed the girl out in freaking first grade. And they got, we got sent to the office because I made her cry. <laughs> But she didn't even mean. She probably didn't even know what the words meant. And you know what the crazy part is? It was about over a boy in first <laughs> oh grade. My it was because she had a little boyfriend, and we were friends. Boyfriend. And she was like that, you know, little kid stuff. Like she didn't want me being his friend, but we were friends. So she started saying mean things and like saying really inappropriate shit for a first grader. So like I came back at her and I said what I had to say and then we got sent to the office <laughs> and I called my mom first because so I was like oh my god my dad's gonna beat my ass oh, but I called my mom and I was like I'm not dealing with that for your dad <laughs> so I was like oh shit so not I called him and he celebrated it <laughs> I was defending yeah, myself. You defend 
Yeah, I didn't start it. She did, so. But how the fuck did you know curse words in first grade? Because my dad's a psycho that curses his, <laughs> his vocabulary is not the ABCs. It's like, fuck <laughs> shit, bitch. Like, everything. <laughs> That's literally what his vocabulary consists of. So, you know, you learn with what you hear. And plus, I've always been the type of kid, like, even when I was little, all my cousins were older for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I liked being around them. So, like, I would hear how they would speak. And then I would just pick up on, okay, like... This person got mad over this word, so I'm like, okay, that's... <laughs> you just took some tips. Yeah, you learn from what you hear. It's, yeah, it's true. Fun. When you're a kid, you absorb shit. So, yeah. like, whatever you hear like around you... Literally, yeah. Look at Emily. She's two years yeah, old. Yeah, Our, yeah, my little cousin. Yeah, cousin. I don't know where she heard this word. She heard you puta. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally, like, a word that she'll just sit there and say it, and she'll be like, no, don't say man. that. Yeah. And then we were all like, oh my god, like, Emily, you don't say that. And she'll laugh. And she'll be like, hijo puta. We're talking about a two-year-old. A two-year-old. So clearly, you know. Yes. But I wasn't a bad kid in high school. Like, I never had any problems with nobody, especially over guys. I never had a problem with guys. But I was strategic, too. I didn't mess with guys from my high school. Like... You always kept it out of school? The only person that kind of, you know, well, okay, there was two people, you know, but my main person in high school that kind of broke that for me was Jonathan, which is now my husband. But the one. <laughs> it was him, you know, he, but other than that, like, if I was messing or talking to somebody or anybody, it was never in high school. So, I mean, people say this all the time, but do you recommend to, like, date somebody out of your high school? Oh, um, I feel like it depends on the person, you know, me personally, I do, because when you're in high school, you know how it is, the drama, especially like females nowadays are fucking crazy, (laughs) I I don't know, I feel like females have gotten worse now than they were back then when I was in high school, they got more slicker, yeah, like, they they, they develop more of like the dude mentality, like, you're fucking over, I'm gonna fucking over harder type of thing, you know, like, I don't know. It's just it just be like that now. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Maybe y'all think something different. No, I agree. But <laughs> when I was in high school, <laughs> I definitely did not want people in my business. I didn't want people knowing who I was dating, who I was messing with, who I was talking to, just because you got haters. Like, mm-hmm. there's always gonna be people saying, "Hey, Talia, I saw your man this weekend with so and so," and y'all all go to the same school. So it's like. You develop, and you don't know who to trust either. Yeah, exactly, right. you know, you you swear you got your friends, but like I have stories of friends <laughs> that have hit me and done me the worst than anybody else. Like that's why I said, like I guess this, the little saying is true: is keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, because you can't trust nobody, like at all. Yeah. So I would say if you, you know, if you don't want people in your business and you want to keep low key and you have somebody that you truly like. And their trust, like, you could trust them, then it's better off that you don't go to the same school as them. Yeah, it's cute between classes you making out with your significant <laughs> other, but that's about it. Like, everything It'd be cringy else. sometimes, okay. Yeah, hey, <laughs> go to class, G. <laughs> that <laughs> happened to me. Where your mask at? You got that corona, don't you? Yeah, it just depends. Like, I was that person. I've always been very, more so of the private side, yeah. like... I mean, how about, how about when you went to college? How was that? Like, like university, when you, went, when you went to Orlando. You just have a lot of drunk nights with moments that you regret the next day. So, um, 
that's just it's just like that like you know in college you don't hear as much drama obviously because the school's much bigger you know there's and there's different. fucking adults there yeah so. exactly we're at this point in our lives we're all grown so like you know what happens you either get your feelings hurt or you don't have the kids that can't go to high school they just got out of middle school so yeah. you're like they're immature they're immature right yeah. Yeah, they're growing mm-hmm. at that stage in, yeah. in high school I feel like when you really start to develop like your habits and, like, and your, your personality. Yes, exactly. Like for me, for example, I dealt a lot throughout my high school years, and I learned so much mm-hmm. throughout my high school years. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like at a point in my life where like I know who I am, and I don't care what anybody says about me. I just gotta keep that mentality throughout my whole life because I really sad. don't care what anybody gotta say about me, and I'm not gonna cause a fight over the littlest things because mm-hmm. I don't really care that much. I'm still learning that. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, yeah, so it's sure. really good that you if- have that. If someone puts their hands on me, I'm still swinging either way. Yeah, for real. I mean, that's self-defense, though. But I'm not going to go... I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to be like... This guy commented on my fucking page. You're a bitch. What are you gonna do about it? I'm like, yeah. okay, fuck you. I don't care. I'm better than you. I don't. You're talking through a phone. You're talking through a phone. Say it to my fucking face exactly. and see what happens. It's different, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so you learn to not waste your time and... I feel like you learn more, like... I feel like life gives you more experiences than school every yep. day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because once you're out of school, it's like... You either start losing people, and then you realize, like, your circle is mad small. Like, I... Small circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, I hope for you guys that, like, your friendship stays and, you know, remains, and it helps that y'all don't go to the same school as it is, so, like, you know... It helps, but, but we don't even talk to each other like that. Oh, probably through Xbox. I was but gonna say y'all play every single day. I mean, like I'm talking about like the, most of the group. We don't even talk yeah, to each other, yeah. and then when we come back, it's like it's, it feels good to talk to each other again. Like yeah. it's like that type of friendship where well, you don't have, have to talk all the time, but like, you know y'all still like yeah. 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 We don't have to constantly like, you know talk. Still, to like, and that's the best friendship. That is because yeah. you know what you don't get annoyed by each other. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. true. That's true. That's the game, man. Fucking Molly. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> that is but I feel like it's gonna be hard to break us up because we like we basically been born together. We've been growing y'all together. especially, yeah. Because yeah. and you, you guys' families are close. You know, like mm-hmm. assuming the families continue the way they are and having their get-togethers and stuff, then you guys, there's no reason why you guys should like kind exactly. of part ways. Unless one of us, like God forbid, one of us moves again. Correct. Goes to different. Mm, even well, yeah. I mean, I'm saying my ass in Florida. Yeah, so. me too. <laughs> and Laura too. I love Florida. Oh yeah, Laura. Florida's. I love Florida. Yeah, I want to stay in South Florida. I hate North Florida. Yeah. Yeah, Tallahassee ain't it. I still got close friends up there, but I just, I hate it. We live in the middle of nowhere. Well, we had to drive like 30 minutes to clear Walmart for groceries. I wasn't fucking with it. No way. What was I say? So, how was the transition from high school to like right after you graduated? How was that transition to the open real world where you were considered grown? Oh, my goodness. So, here's the thing for me I'm a little bit different when it comes to that because I've always felt. Um, like I hated high school. I hated high school. You're not school. the only one, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what the common thing that people will tell you, and I'm sure you guys have heard it. Enjoy it while you're in high school. Yeah. Once you're out, you're gonna Fuck miss high shit. school. You're gonna Fuck miss it. Shit. I would tell you that is the biggest bullshit lie. If you hate high school, you hate high school. Mm-hmm. Look, I graduated in 2013. What that was seven years ago now. I don't even know. But I don't. You will never catch me saying I miss high school. Maybe I miss moments, like mm-hmm. the clicks. That's more I miss lines, like, yeah. I miss pep rallies, I miss homecoming, I miss prom. Yes. I miss that fight that happened next to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I miss the fucking feeding us kids in the bathroom. But it's not a general It's time not high school. You. No. Like, I don't miss high school. It's the moments you cherish from high school. Exactly. It's just some moments I was like, man, like, you know, you look back at it and you're like, oh, like, you know? yeah, that shit was fun. But that's it. Like, once I got out of high school, I was like, shit, I'm free. Like, it was like the biggest... Fresh breath Like your air. back is just yeah. like, the carry on your back is on yeah. the It it's literally free. felt like it was the best thing in the world. Like yeah. I already had a job lined up. My first job was at Justice, you know, the little kid clothing store. Right. So I started working there literally immediately after I graduated. And I started college that same summer. So like I didn't really get a break to just decompress. I just went straight into college because I was already getting tired of school. And I knew if I was, I was the type of person who's like, if I stopped, I'm not coming back. Right. So I freaking I was getting tired of school. I was tired of like, crying all night, studying all night. And, like I was over it. I was to me. I was at a point that I was like this, like close from fucking dropping out. That's how much I hated. That's school. how I was sophomore year. I was so close. Junior year, that was my point. I like I just want. I'm so done with this bullshit. Like I just couldn't. Yeah, but junior year was rough. That was my junior year. year. Junior year was rough. Mm-hmm. My junior year's going great. I got, I'm passing over. And, like, my dumbass decided to choose all honors classes, and my fucking U.S. history teacher mm-hmm. fucked me in the ass with those 80 vocabulary <laughs> words, like, a hundred, like fucking 60 questions, like, doing in a week. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a, it's about to kill myself, You're bro. You're never going to see Steven Ojave in honors classes. <laughs> I don't even know why I didn't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're smart. I you're got just like lazy. Three classes. Yeah, that's true. You're, you have a big brain, but you're Bro, just no, like, those regular, this is regular shit. Regular classes are like easy as fuck. They and they suspect you to do good in honors, but no, it ain't the same shit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit wack. <laughs> yeah. Like in regular classes, I get straight A's, man. I go to fucking yeah, exactly. honors, I get like C's, D's, like, what the fuck? <laughs> But how how was like aside from the college memories and all that shit? How was like like what, did you feel lost after you graduated? Like what the fuck am I going? You know what's now? weird? <laughs> I feel more lost now than you did than when I did. Know. Yeah, like I feel like you know your twenties is is a weird phase of your life where it's like you're trying to figure you're still trying to figure out your path. Like some people already have it down and that's good for them, but obviously my situation is a little unique. And, you know, it gets me emotional when I talk about it because it's like, damn, like, you would ask me, like, six years ago how my life was going to be. I would have never imagined my life the way it is now. So, it's hard. Like, it's really hard, but... I mean, shit, it is what it is. It's life. It's life. It's the experience. Life goes through one way and then it it can go Mm. through another way. You you can't... It's like, you can never expect the plan to go the way it's supposed to go. And it sucks because I'm a planner. So, like, it freaking sparks my anxiety when you realize, like, everything that you had envisioned for your life is not what it is. So, you know, you feel pressure, like, how you said that you don't give a fuck, like, what anybody got to say. I'm still learning to be like that. Like, I'm 25, and I still care too much about what people say around me. Like, people always, I feel like people, like, have a microscope on me, and they're like, what is Tania doing with her life? You know, like, what is she doing for herself? And blah blah blah. So like, I feel like I constantly have eyes on me, and maybe it's just in my head. Like maybe no one even gives a fuck, but it's just me, you know. So it's like it's a my personal battle where it's like, damn, like I'm not doing what I, I'm not where I should be at the age I'm at, and then I gotta remind myself, like, look, like you're still twenty, you're still in your twenties, bro. Like that's still young. You still have time to get yourself together and like get on, you know, like what is she doing for herself? And blah blah blah. So like, I feel like I constantly have eyes on me, and maybe it's just in my head. Like maybe no one even gives a fuck, but it's just me, you know. So it's like it's a my personal battle where it's like, damn, like I'm not doing what I, I'm not where I should be at the age I'm at, and then I gotta remind myself, like, look, like you're still twenty, you're still in your twenties, bro. Like 
that's still young. You still have time to get yourself together and, like, get on the right path again. But, you know, since I did everything right, I went to high school, I went to college, I went to university, I got my degree, and now it's like, well, fuck, like, what am I doing with my life? You know, it's, it's like an awkward, like, that uncertainty and that unknown is scary. But Man, it's okay. You're young. You don't have to. You don't have to. People suspected you to like have your life together when you're 25, but like now in age, it's not like that. So you just don't. You just don't like think about that. You, you you die when you're fucking like 80 or 90. That's like how much? Like 60, 70, like 60, 70 years. Like you have your whole life ahead of you. And I know you got married, but like right now, you don't really have that much responsibility because you don't have a child yet. So, like, right now, you're just living free. So, you should just focus on what you want to do, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, it's just hard. Like, the thing is, like, you focusing on you is really simple when you're not attached to the military. Yeah. that's That brings a whole other level of uncertainty to your life that you didn't even expect. Like, yeah, you have your own personal, like, damn, like, what am I going to do? You know, like, that's one thing. And then you add the military, like, unknown shit to it, to that factor and that equation. It just creates this whole, like, cloud of the unknown. And there's certain things that you can't control. So it just makes things, like, harder for you to kind of be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And this is what I'm going to do to get to that step. It doesn't work like that. Like, you know, it's just very, it has its challenges, you know, so. So how's that that like being a spouse of the military. Huh. What is your experience on it? My, now, that, now that we're touching on that. Yeah, my personal experience as being a spouse is it has its pros. I'm not gonna say it doesn't, because at the end of the day, you don't worry about how you're gonna pay rent. How are you gonna freaking I don't know? Like, where's your next paycheck gonna come from? Like, at the end of the day, you're taken care of, right? But then you gotta deal with the mental aspect of it of. You're married to somebody, but you still feel single. You know, like, for example, right now, okay, my husband is deployed right now, right? This is the third year that we're going to be married. He missed our first year anniversary because he was deployed. He was home for our second, and now he's gone for our third. So it's like out of the three years that we've been together, married, living together in our own home, he's been gone for half of that. So it's like... Imagine, you know, I can't imagine how the people that have kids deal with it. And, you know, I commend them and like, I take my hat off to them because it's not easy to have kids and say that you have a significant other, but they're barely around. That sucks. No one wants to be in a situation where they're married, but they don't have their significant other to go to freaking parties with. Mm-hmm. To go, I don't know, freaking take a walk outside with. Like, I just watch TV with them. Exactly. So it's like, for me, it takes a toll on me mentally. Um, because it just is not the life that I expected I was going to have. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, my life took a turn for the crazy side because I've been hit with all these different things that I wasn't expecting and I didn't see coming. So, you know, I don't know, like the military spouse like side. And that's another thing that kind of led me into joining. I was like, maybe if I join, it'll make me be able to spend more time with him because then when he leaves, maybe I could leave. But that's not how it works either. <laughs> so, you know, I learned that really quickly. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just hard, like, as a military spouse. And it's harder when you're around people that don't understand. We, I like, yeah, we don't understand what you're going through right now. And I, I don't know what to say, to be honest with you. You know, like, it's just... It, and when people try to put their input on it, I'm sure it's even... And I, that's why I'm saying show right yeah, now, because like, I just can't... can't I can't... Yeah, I, I you don't can't speak on something you don't know about. Exactly. exactly. And like, I don't mind, you know, when y'all speak on it. But it's like when adults 
trying to be like like my favorite and my favorite line well you knew what you were signing up for when you married him no the fuck i didn't i don't have experience in the military no one in my family that i know personally and i'm close to has a military background so like when people are like oh it's okay like it's okay no it's not like no it's not okay you know like it's very frustrating when they're like just do this just do that like, if it was that easy, then you would. Yeah. And then that's what I'm trying to make people understand when I'm like, if it was that simple, you, you know, everybody would make the same choices. But there's a reason why the military has the highest divorce rate. Because people get tired of it. And then what happens? Infidelity comes into the picture. You know how many people cheat in the freaking military? That's a whole other ballpark. That's a whole other topic. That's like an ongoing joke in the military yeah. probably. Yeah. There's a reason why they have a whole fucking cadence when you're military about Jodies. The Jody is like the person that's taking care of your significant other when you're not there. That's not something they come up with just because. Like, it's because it happens. Like, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of people when they're away in basic training eating shit because, you know, it's not fun. It's not a good time getting yelled at for absolutely nothing all the time. And then you find out that the person back home is being taken care of by somebody else. Or when they're deployed in the freaking who knows where, like fucking nowhere, and they're back home, the significant other's back home, and you come to home and you find out that they you got left because they got tired of the life and they just didn't do one day, they didn't want to deal with it anymore, so they found somebody else and left you. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the trust issues that comes with this lifestyle is insane. Like, especially when you put somebody that already has like a little bit of trust issues into a picture and you add the military to it, that shit sucks. So it's it's not a good time, like at all. Um positive. You go, you go, But yeah, they just got home. Anyway. Um so yeah. So Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> your dad. Last episode was my dad. That's about me, my dad, and mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Um. So yeah. So you know, it's just not. It's just different. Like it's a different world. It's you know. And then the thing is, like making friends is not easy either. You know, like. You never know who you can trust. And then the thing is, when you finally do make friends and you have to up and leave and move, mm. it's just constant change. And, you know, there's really no way to prepare for that. But at least we can relate to Jonathan because you've been through basic training and everything like that. So Yeah, and he's been through basic training twice. So um, the first time he joined, you know, he hated it and like, he made the wrong decision. And Well, he didn't hate it. He's always loved the military. Like... He was just young and dumb, you know, like, <laughs> young and dumb the first time, and then he ended up having to redo it, and this, and obviously, because it was years later, like, there was a gap in between, so that's why it led to him having to repeat basic training, but this time, it was a little bit more chill, because the first time he did it was at Fort Benning, and that's, like, the infantry home, so, you know, it's a little bit different, but Fort Jackson, South Carolina, is a little bit more, they call it relaxing Jackson, because it's not <laughs> as bad, but... It was bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> How was that experience, though? It was, yeah, it, was, it was crazy. You know, like, everybody thought that I wasn't going to make it because I'm such a girly, like... You're, like, you're, like, you're like cute. Like, yeah, yeah you know, girly. like, I'm super feminine yeah. and very girly and stuff. So, you know, everybody... I mean, I didn't tell anybody when I left, but, like, my, the people that I did tell that knew what I was doing, 
um like my husband and my parents you know they were like oh my god like how are you gonna do the food the food was the biggest thing because i'm such a picky eater but everything else is just a mental game like it's really just one big mental game the first three weeks are the suckiest and then the rest it just becomes like okay like it's just another day you know it has its fun moments though like the three weeks that we were at the range were super super fun that was like my favorite time of that and then when we did obstacle courses that was fun but, you know, waking up super early to do PT in the freaking cold weather and when we would get smoked, that sucked. <laughs> How was that? What's, what's being smoked? Um, it's when you, it's corrective action. That's what they call it. And it's when you do something or like just because they're bored. I feel like sometimes we wouldn't even do anything <laughs> and they would just smoke us just because they were bored. But um, what would they make you do? A crap ton of freaking exercises. We would do push-ups. We would do whatever the heck they felt like it. Like, when we had our M4s to shoot out to us, what their favorite thing to do was put us in the squat position and take our M4 and pull the bolt back to the rear and keep it open like that but have your arms out like this and just be in the squat position until they said stop. And then their thing was, like, we're going to sit here until I get tired. When the hell are they going to get tired if they're not doing it? What so, guns do you use? The M4. The M4A1? <laughs> the old, old reliable. The old reliable. <laughs> For your Call of Duty guys, <laughs> you know, you know what, no, <laughs> what else do you use? No idea. No, that's it. That's that, is, that is just the M4. We you it, guys uh, have like a handgun or anything? No, like the officers are the ones that get trained with um, the handguns. I think they get the the, um, the yeah. nine millimeters. Yeah. They get the nine. I don't mean to sound stupid, but how did they choose? Like, is it like a like you know in the military like how you get chosen to be like a sniper per se? So for those special like op, you know trainings and like specialties you have to actually have time in already and then go to school to be trained for it Mm -hmm. but you know we've come to realize that like after jonathan's been in for quite some time that it's not as simple as just i want to go to that school and that's it like you have to have certain qualifications requirements that they want and then you have to have it of like approved by your higher ups so that's when you're able to go attend to those schools the thing is not everybody makes it you know, like, if you don't pass whatever qualification test or course that they want you to do and you don't make it, then you just go back to your normal job and you don't, you know? For example, like, the guys that went in the mission to assassinate Osama Bin Laden, that's, like, a course. Those yeah. are special ops people. The special ops people, Yeah, right? like, those are people that, you know, their training is very, you know, intense and very small amounts of people make it that go through those trainings. So they're, like, very prestigious, you know? And, like, that, that's the special ops. Like, you suspect, like, that you may die one day, right? Yeah, it's, yeah they're more at risk. Um, you know, they're definitely more at risk than, say, somebody that's a medic. or Well, medics also have their moments. But, like, someone that's, say, that's just, you know, pushing, like, the, pusher, the paper pushers, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're less at risk because we don't really do, like, it's not how you see it in movies, you know? Like, yeah. you go get deployed and you're out there shooting people left and right. Like, that's right. not, it's that's not, not it's it is. It's nothing like saving forever. No, it's not like that because there's no war. Well, if there was like a, you know, a serious war going on right now, we would have to go fight and everybody would have to be fighting. Then it doesn't matter what job you chose. Like you'd be out there shooting. They always tell you, you know, you're a soldier first before your actual MOS, which is your job. And what was all that deal about? Like, you know, we were about to go to war like during January. Um, I don't know too much about that just because I don't like as much as, you know, I should be informed. I don't like to. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of, I'm very, I'm the type of person that I get very psyched out by certain things. So, like, I don't like to know about things unless I have to. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I started hearing those type of rumors and whatever, like, I would try not to pay attention to it. And, you know, Jonathan would tell me, like, 
babe, like this and this and this. And I'd be like, yeah, like, okay, you know, well, <laughs> not much we could do, you know, like it is what it is. But thankfully, like things are not so bad right now, like, you know, where he's at. And, and stuff. luckily it did not happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Where, where is he deployed at? I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, to be honest. Oh, like, okay. for, you know. Yeah, yeah. For privacy um, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And safety yeah, I don't remember if I'm allowed to or not. I Let's would say we don't touch it. We don't touch it. I don't want to do it. All you know is that he's out there. And we're getting canceled by the military. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, I don't think, like, you know, it's really not that big of a deal because he's not doing anything crazy, but I just don't remember, you know. Like, yeah. I don't want the military I coming from my head. I think it's better if we don't. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just don't so, say that. I mean, y'all already know where he's like, I, you know, my family knows where he is yeah. and he's okay, but I don't. That's all about is that he's okay where he is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's yeah, perfectly fine. He's chilling. Like, <laughs> he's been <laughs> chilling. Anyways. CIA, bro. I'm here, bro. I'm saying, if I can just. So. This your house. How do you feel about Trump? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> political. Let's get it. Political small circle podcast. This is why it's better. This is a topic I hate getting into because I All right, get into it. We've been, we, we bashed Trump so yeah. many times on this podcast that we can't even count. So. Well, here's the thing. That's why I'm saying, like, some people don't agree with me and, you know, it's okay because, again, I'm not a political person. Like, I don't, you know, you would think because I was in the military and my husband's in the military, like, I would care. But I really don't because at the end of the day, my vote is not going to matter. And people say, yeah, your vote counts. I don't really think it does. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a political person. I don't know nothing about politics. So I don't really get into it. And I don't care. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I don't really like speaking on something that I don't have knowledge on. But as far as Trump goes, as a person, I will say that I don't think he's a good person. Like, you know, I don't agree with his thoughts on just in general. Like, he's just a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it is. That's just his persona, his yeah. personality. And he lives off of that because people feed into it and whatever. But, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's dumb. Like, he's a smart businessman, you know. Like, he knows how to operate his... But how do you think that translates into the presidential... Like Bro. being a businessman to become a president. Because I mean, that's happened in foreign countries a lot. a lot of times. For example, Ecuador. Right? There's a, our, one of our past presidents was a businessman turned into a president. So that happens all the time. It's not unknown, like yeah. unheard of. But so now it finally about, happens in the United States of America. What do you, what do you America, think so. about that transition? I think it's important to have somebody that's smart in business because at the end of the day, they're a huge factor of how our economy operates. Stocks. Yeah, like everything, you know. So if it's if it's going to benefit the country to be a smart businessman and, you know, help improve people's financial lives, then, you know, I think that's good. But him as a person, like, I wish his brain was in somebody else. That was because... <laughs> You know, I just don't, I don't like him. Like, I find him annoying. I find him repulsive. And he can never answer the, the deep question. Like, yeah. every time somebody asks him about COVID, he always tries to dodge the question. So, we will get through this. <laughs> what about, how do you feel about, oh, so, since, you know, how, how do you see the difference between your high school experience and our high school? Like, Oh, like wow. the generations yeah, between the, the generations. Oh, wow, that's a good question. I mean, there's a big comparison because we're doing Zoom school now, but like, you know. No, but I mean like social-wise. Yeah. That's yeah. what I see. I see big differences. You like, know, like I feel like you guys' generation is just relentless. Like y'all are all trash. Are you millennial or Gen Z? Huh? Are you millennial, right? I don't know. I was born 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was born in 95. I think. I don't know. 
I'm not really sure. Yeah. But I just feel like you guys are just all trash. Like, <laughs> I feel like this generation sucks. Like, you guys treat each other like trash. You know, maybe just back then. And we're sensitive as fuck. Yeah, our generation's really sensitive. You guys are just so quick to act on emotions and yeah. do some crazy stuff over the dumbest things like that don't even make sense. Like, you guys are so quick to jump into people's businesses. Like, I'm, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but like, just from things that I hear, you know, from y'all's age group that I'm like, why? Like, you know, oh, so-and-so person. I heard so-and-so person, you know, this person got cheated on by this person. Did you know that this person's cheating on you? <laughs> like. Story of my fucking life. Uh, I'm just like, can't you just let people live? Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe when I was in high school, I just, you know. I couldn't so that ever happened throughout high school? Like, I don't remember years? that happening, but only because, again, like, I didn't really mess with people like that. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, my circle was so small, you know. And as I got through the years of high school, it got smaller. So, like, by the time I graduated, I only really had my one friend. That's my one friend that I have to this day. Shout out to my twin. <laughs> that's, my, that's my only friend that I have. And she's been my friend for, what, like, 12, 13 years now. And you have us. And I have y'all, yeah, but, like, you know, we're different age yeah. groups, you know. So, it's yeah. just a little bit different. Yeah. One more year will be fine. Yeah. No. Uh, we gotta be 21. Y'all gotta be 21 to, to be go to clubs. To to be, go to and to drink legally. We can't go to a bar and just have a drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. That'll be the days. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be but, fucking adult. We'll be looking grown as fuck. Going to bars. <laughs> going to bars. And Talia's gonna be looking 12. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everybody always tells me that I look like the youngest one between all of you guys. And I'm like, wow. Like, I'm definitely the I mean, out of our circle, we'll probably be the only ones to go to bars anyway, so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But even with you guys' style, like, back then, you know, the, the style that I remember when I was, like, you know, in high school and stuff. Big ass hands. No, well, what? for guys, oh, maybe. But females, like, we have these things called Brazilian pants, and they made your ass look so nice. Mm. And those were the pants that we but all... But people still wear those. Brazilians? Really? I have I mean, never... There's some pants that make the girl's ass look... Or it's, like, tight at the top, like, loose at the bottom? Those no, are, like... Uh, no, the Brazilians like tight, were, like, a material. Women. Like, it was a material of the pants. Like, it wasn't jean material, but it wasn't leggings. Like, they were pants. But they didn't have pockets, so like your butt would just sit nicely in the in the butt part. It's like, cup. <laughs> like a little cup, right? Yeah, it would like cup your butt so nicely. And then you know, for me anyway, like we would always scrunch our hair. Like the females, we always scrunched it, and we would head, wear these headbands like right on the edge of our hair. And we would tie this little piece of hair back around our head, like we would tie it, and then put the headband like right on like behind it. And we would wear huge hoops with our bangles and, like, our nameplate necklaces and earrings and rings. Like, it was just a different time. Like, the guys, you but know. But I feel like even our generation matches that style. Because really? people will wear nameplates. People do wear them, them fucking bangles on their wrists and shit. I don't think... I think, I think nah, so. I think for so. generation, it's more like... I would say, like... It's a mix of, like, edgy emotion. Edge, edgy emotion, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, you wear. like... Edgy, like emo and street shit combined into one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And I kind of fuck with it to be honest. I, I like it too. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad style. It's just different. Like guys, yeah. for us, you know, what's y'all's brand right now? That's like in. Like, what is a good brand? That, like, I'll see people your age and your. There's not really brand. a brand that's champion. in. Champion. Yeah, champion. Like, we're not okay, different, so champion. We just wear stuff yeah. that looks good, to be honest yeah. with you. So, have you guys know what Bape is, right? Yeah, yeah Okay, well, that was, like, the big freaking... That's for hypebeast, though. Nobody you know, wore I don't know what that, that is. It's a, it's a sneaker term. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Like, uh, maybe it was, maybe they were around, but the type of people I, hang out with, I hung out with didn't really 
follow that. So, like, it was just different. Like, I don't remember seeing Okay, now, that. okay, I got you. Nowadays, people wear Vans, ripped jeans, or a hoodie. See, That's the basic Female basic back then, would, we would wear shirts that had a tank top underneath it and then a matching belt with the color of our shirts. Or, like, our sneakers. I know guys back, back, back then used to wear more, like, sneakers, like... Jordans and Nikes and stuff like that. Like the Air Forces, the Air Forces, but people more and more like they still are big low top shoes like these or Vans and stuff like that. Like low top shoes are like what's in right now. Yeah, right now in this generation. I feel like back then it was more high top. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like more Jordan, like like you don't see that much people wear Jordans that much. Back then, like I loved matching my sneakers with my t-shirts and like you know. Yeah, Converse. Converse were like what I never really got into Converse. I got. I like Chucks now. You know. Yeah, I like. Like then, no, not really. But that's what it was, you know. Like I, and the thing is, like my high school experience was different, just because if you ask me, like, did I go to any crazy parties? No. Did I go to any crazy like clubs? Did I ever sneak out? No. Well, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's not like I snuck out like at a freaking like y'all be sneaking out from freaking middle school. I'm hey, in middle hey, school. Hey, I didn't sneak out. Some people in. Listen, okay, that's just a lie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing like, none of that. For some coochie. I didn't think do that for none of that till high school. Like, <laughs> you know, it was just like, you guys are moving a lot quicker. That's what I think it is meant yeah. to We grew up quicker. Our generation grew up quicker. Okay, you know why we grew up quicker? We know, because of this. Social it's, media, yeah. Because of this, that's why we grew up quicker. For Instagram. example, your little cousin has fucking TikTok at her age of like eight. Camila, yeah, that's true. Yeah, facts. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I, I didn't get a phone until sixth grade. I got Me my first phone. I got a phone I when I was 12. You know what? I got a fucking you Blackberry got a real Touch. Phone. You got an iPhone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had a Firefly, okay? like, And then my first real phone was a Kyocera. I don't know if y'all even know. The Kyocera <laughs> was like the, the Metro PCS phone that you would like, literally, you would, you would flip the top open and the little keyboard would <laughs> But it was like this big. That's what Dresden had. <laughs> the Kyocera. So I wanted the, the, back then, the freaking sidekick. That was like no, the info. But I, I feel like, look, I feel like we can relate more to each other than people that was born probably 2008, 2009. No, clearly. Yeah, because, like, we, like, almost grew up in the same time frame of technology, basically. Yeah, y'all did. We yeah. started growing up when we started upgrading. Yeah. Up, yeah, when we started upgrading. When it was starting to pop, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even get Instagram until I was, I think, a junior. If I'm not mistaken, I was probably a junior when it, when it even came out. Because back then, it was MySpace. I was big on my, my parents didn't know I had MySpace. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have no, no social media. That was like the first social media ever. MySpace was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I loved MySpace. I, then we, I grew over Facebook. I didn't go into Facebook because people had it. Like I was around like 10 or 8 when people had it, but I was never into the social media. I was always like, I was like a little kid. I was into playing video games, mm-hmm. going, playing with friends, you know, stuff like that. I wasn't I got, really into the TikTok shit. I got like, into social media when I was like 13. I, kept, I got so in trouble. I can, I can make a new account. I got seven accounts. <laughs> <laughs> 50 accounts. <laughs> Nah, I was never into social media shit. Yeah, you're still I, still, I got into social media when I was I, when I got my first smartphone, which was around eighth grade, and it was like one of those blue like Android phones. And then uh, and then I got my first iPhone when I was a freshman in high school. So I didn't really grow up with the social media. I started I, now in my like teenager years. I had social media, yeah. and like I'm surprised that these young kids are fucking TikTok and Instagram like at such a young age. Yeah, and like, it's like and it's not it's, it's fucking not dangerous. Okay. It's dangerous yeah. also. Like, right now I have an iPhone seven, and then I know kids that like. Six, seven, five, iPhone, iPhone 11. Is, uh, like, I wish I had that. F- I don't even have that phone. I have a fucking iPhone 6S. It's been rocking since I started high school. My first phone was iPhone 5S. I don't even remember what mine was. I got it my junior year, and that was my first um, iPhone. I think I was a junior or a senior. One of those two. 
Definitely was older. But I feel like social media damages a lot of more so. It does a lot of damage for girls, like young girls. I think so. If they don't know how to use it, though. Yeah. But it's if not they use it in a toxic way. way we like cannot a... blame social media. We have to blame the people that, re- that are yeah, using true. it. Like in what sense? Well, actually, no. I would say blame the people who are around, like in terms of like raising them in a sense. Because you, you gotta, we gotta, you also gotta put their head. Like they can't, like, because that's kind of society, like making them like you have to be like this, you have to dance like this, you have to look and dress like this. That's what I'm referring to. So the people you have to have the people around them who are like in their family in a sense. You have to kind of put that in their brain where it's like you don't have to be like this to be socially mm-hmm. accepted. And though it's a sad part, most of the parents cannot relate because they didn't grow up. So with they don't media. understand, exactly. which is why a lot of kids nowadays are kind of like. Fucked which up we, that. when we become parents, which is probably going to not become, not not too soon, but, but probably later, later yeah. in the years, we we will be like the foundation of actually yeah. raising our kids in the social media era. Because we understand and so that we understand yeah, how social media is not life. That's we actually experienced all of this. We actually know mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And we've been in the age where there was not social media, and the age where there was social media. Mm-hmm. We don't remember it because we were young, we were but, but we still lived. We were right, we were basically raised into social media. And the social media back then was different. Yeah, like you it know, wasn't like, as pressured on. I feel like with MySpace, it was more so about who had the cooler background and songs yeah. than about what pictures and how you look. Because you had to go into a full ass desktop to look at it. <laughs> so MySpace. We we as passively in our pockets and our pockets. all about the, like the follower count or yeah, likes how many followers you views, have, how many how likes how are you getting, look, how do you look. Like I feel like that's harder on, on girls. Like I don't know, maybe because I'm a female, I can't relate to how y'all feel. But like I know as a as a, a female, like when I see females on Instagram that look like perfect in my eyes, and you see all these guys liking their pictures, like damn, like you know, it kind of like, makes you. It starts making you feel like damn, like I don't look like that. You know, like it kind of gets you. Like mm. yeah, don't be a catfish either, please. Don't oh, I got catfished. <laughs> I got catfished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so serious. I got catfished. Uh, it was bad. That was my like. I you know the show catfish. Yeah. I literally am upset that I didn't come up with a damn <laughs> because this happened well before the show even came out. Like oh, it happened my wow. my eighth grade year into my freshman year. I fell in love with some guy that I met on. Well, I met him through a friend. Let's say at the time she was a friend, right? That's why I say you can't trust nobody, but. This person had introduced me to this guy, and I was like, oh, he's fine. Like, you know, and I've, I've always liked older guys. I will say that. So I was 14. He was probably, I think, you know, he was like, I was like 13 at the time because it was eighth grade to senior to freshman year, and he was like 19. So I started talking to him, and this person was supposedly really good friends with my friend, and that's why I trusted that it was real. But I never saw him in person. And every time he'd be like, oh, like, when are we going to see each other? He'd be like, oh, I'm working, babe. Like, I can't. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, okay. I was 13. I was like, okay. It's fine. <laughs> you know? He never wanted to call me. He never sent me pictures. And every time he did send me pictures, the same pictures that I was seeing on social media. So I was like, okay. Like, send me a picture of what you're doing right now. He'd be like, oh, I can't right now. And then he would disappear for a while and be like, oh, I didn't have a phone. I'm like, you're a grown-ass man. You don't have a phone. <laughs> but, like, at this time, I thought nothing of it. I got my parents involved because I was, like, really, like, digging this guy. And my dad's always been the type of person where he didn't care about the person. He just wanted to meet them in person. So, like, he was like, okay, like, you know, let's meet the guy. So, when we would try and set it up, he would always come up with an excuse as to why he can't. And then my mom was doing her own, you know, investigating detective (laughs) stuff. And she had some friends listening to some things. And this person wasn't real. And the only person that knew about this person was my said friend. And this lasted a whole year. 
a whole year <laughs> of just texting of me just texting this person i would i even got in so much trouble and they took away everything like my my laptop my phone because i would go hang out with my friend and i would use their phones to text this guy because i was like obsessed with him like i was like in love with this guy because he would always said the right things he wanted to marry me and you know whatever have a family <laughs> and at that age it's like oh my god <laughs> I found the one and he was beautiful. He was tat anybody that knows me and knows my type, he was literally my type in a picture. Like he was tatted, he was tall, he was, you know, bulky, like he was nice and meaty, he had a nice haircut, he had a nice face, he was clean and he had his piercings and like I've always liked the fuck boys. Like, <laughs> it was just that, you know, like I couldn't and then I found out he wasn't real, and it just, like, my life shattered, like, everything. <laughs> I was ruined. Heartbreak. Because the Two way couples. I found out he wasn't real is because he had a YouTube at the time, and I would watch his videos, I was like, I know this person's real. But I just didn't know it wasn't him that I was talking to. So one day Wait, I reached out to Why was he catfish, that, though? Was huh? it not good looking, or was No, it, it was catfish because it wasn't him I was talking to. Oh, yeah. It was my, the female. It was my friend. Turns out that she was a fucking lesbian and you know now she has a whole female <laughs> with a kid and you know to this day she probably hates my gut and she will deny it like she never came out and said it was her but then she damn sure acted guilty that's crazy so, so she was a lesbian yes. she was yeah she is a lesbian shout now. out to you so and you know like i hate that girl because she ruined a lot for me and like my eighth grade year was pretty much like destroyed because i was in and out of trouble with my parents and, you know, it kind of ruined, like, my whole life because I was so pissed at them that they wouldn't let me be with him when it was just because it wasn't, he wasn't real. And I, the way I found out, me personally, because I didn't believe a damn thing that my parents were saying, was I reached out to the account on YouTube that had his videos. And, like, I messaged them, and I was like, this person's not going to answer me. But thankfully, they did. And they're like, oh, like, this person lives in freaking, I don't even know, Philadelphia or something. He lives in, in Philadelphia, and he was, like, a whole criminal, and... Oh he was a crib and all this stuff and I was like oh, oh okay. shit so, so I told him I was like so you don't know and I asked him I was like so you don't know who I am and they're like no like and they told me they're like I'm so sorry but you're not the first person this happens to I was like oh, what the fuck okay <laughs> so that that's yeah. when I realized I was like okay like that's it that's, that's case closed you know like it's true like he's not the person I've been talking to for the past year yeah. or year and a half however long it was so it sucked like that was kind of like my first real heartbreak but it wasn't my first real heartbreak is the person I'm married to. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is. So you met the one at an early age. Yes, I did. I did. I was 15. Lucky you. In school. Damn, and 15. I was 15 years old. I'm 25 now. So I was 10 years ago. I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually made 10 years meeting, like knowing each other this like next month in a few days. So in high school, I was a sophomore. He was a senior. I had a friend, Julian. I don't care to say his name because, you know, whatever. But he introduced me to Jonathan because you know how in high school you have electives? Mm -hmm. And you, I don't know about you guys in school, but like you're mixed with grades. It's not just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So I got switched into art because I originally was put into like advanced pottery. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I can't <laughs> be in this class. So they switched me to art, like art one. And I walked into that class and I knew my cousin was in that class. Like I was okay with it because I had friends there. And Julian was one of those friends, and then he walked in there, and, like, I had seen Jonathan, and I was like, oh, like, I was like, okay, you know, he's kind of cute. <laughs> um, but then Julian introduced me to him, and he was like, oh, like, come here, let me introduce my friend. And you know what the craziest story, or the craziest part of this whole story is? I had seen him the year before. I had seen him. But I thought he was the ugliest person. <laughs> so, did you have a glow up? 
he was he blew up in like a matter of a summer because I had seen him when I was a freshman. I was in the cafeteria with my friend, and it was in the morning. He was there with his little posse. And I obviously didn't know who he was, but he had grills. He had, like, this 4XL t-shirt with his two wooden, like, crosses. And, you know, his hair was just long. Like, well, his hair wasn't long, but it was just different. Like, he just didn't look well kept. Like a He looked, yeah, like that. You know, like, he just didn't look cute to me. But, and he was really skinny. Like, really, really skinny. Super skinny. (laughs) I'm emphasizing that. So then comes off New Year, when I saw him, I saw his face when Julie introduced me him. I was like, I know you. <laughs> so I was like, um, what? Is, I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, I think this is the same person I saw last year, but he looks fine as shit now. <laughs> so we met, and that the weekend, you know, Jonathan being the way he was, he was like, oh, I'm going to Horror Nights this weekend um, in Orlando. He's like, if you want to come. Like, I just freaking met you. Like, no, I'm not going to Orlando with you. Hey, man. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I was like, damn. But it's all the again. future. Yeah. <laughs> so, damn. Um, butterfly effect. That's a butterfly effect. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know who you are. I'm like, my parents are not gonna let me go to Orlando. But I told them, I didn't wanna see my parents. They're gonna say no. So, like, I was like, nah, I already have plans. Like, I'm going to Fright Night. So, one that we have here. So I was going to go for real that weekend with my friend. I was like, well, have fun in, you know, Orlando. I'm going to be in West Palm at the Fright Nights. If you decide to change your mind, you want to go to that one instead. He didn't ask for my number. Like, we didn't exchange information. Nothing. But um, that night, her and I, my best friend and I went to Fright Nights. And we were on a ride. And then we got off that ride. And it's one of those things. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not trying to freaking paint a pretty picture. But her and I got off the ride. And, like, the crowd was right there. And it was like, he was, like, far away. But I look out into the crowd and it's like one of those things where it's like I saw him and then he saw me <laughs> and we made eye contact like and then like, it was literally like one of those things I was like what like, the hell just, like, that's a scene of a high school movie man yeah literally like it was, it was just true love. It was just so And it wasn't an amusement park. They didn't even yeah. jump at all. Oh, they lock eyes and like, it's everything so emotional. You see the background. background. Everything just, I was like, and I told Daniela, I was like, what do I do? Like, I was so nervous. Yeah, that like, must be nice living off a movie, man. <laughs> nah, but it got ugly after that. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that happens to all the movies, so. It got but hopefully it got, it got a happy ending, didn't it? I mean, yeah, we're good now. Yeah. No, that's for the sequel. After the happy ending, the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it was. Like, you know, I saw him in the crowd. We made eye contact. And then he just stopped with his friend. And he waited for me to get out with my friend. We met up with them that night. And, you know, we just spent the rest of the night with them. Like, she was with his friend and I was with him. And then that night, he finally asked me my number. And he met mom that night. Like, my mom. Because my mom got there to pick us up. Like, he walked me to the car. I was like, who's that? Because yeah. <laughs> he had tattoos and like, you know, it was just the first guy that I've like that I've been around that looked like that. So that that rest is history. It's just that was how we met and ever that ever since that day, like the story started officially. That's crazy. That's a chapter in your life. So you mm-hmm. saw this one guy in art school, you didn't even have no idea they were gonna be married to him. And now that's so crazy. That is crazy to think about it. Like, no. Yeah, and even, and 10 years ago, we'd end the marriage. I said, Tuh. and it even went from you thinking he was unattractive. Who the fuck yeah, I literally <laughs> thought he was disgusting. Like, he was so ugly. And it's funny because him and I laugh about it now. And he's like, Yeah, well, look like where you're at now. Like, who got you in the end? I'm like, Yeah, you're right. Because he was so ugly. Like, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> you just look like your tepid, typical, like, 
you know, dirty looking kid that just didn't care. He was just <laughs> from the streets and that's just what it was. Like, he yeah. looked like a criminal, like to me. And I don't, I'm not into that. I like fuck boys, but I don't like criminals now. <laughs> <laughs> now. Besides now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've always had a thing for guys that look bad. Like, I like those bad looking guys. I don't like guys that look friendly. Like, I don't, you know, and that's the thing. Like, people look at me and like, you're so innocent. Like, to this day, people are like, I don't know how the hell, like, because Jonathan looks very douchey when you first meet him if you don't know him he's he looks like a body like a fucking uh, bodyguard at a club or some shit yes you know the jumper the jumper the bouncer the bouncer the bouncer he's not one to walk around like smiling like he's just I'll be honest the first time I met Jonathan I was scared of him a lot of people get you know that vibe from him that it's like they don't know like how he's gonna react that type of thing because he comes off as like very just quiet like mysterious like because like, I was still young and I yeah really you were really young I mean I played volleyball with him out of the pool that's what he offers that's how they met I was like this guy's cool he's chill as fuck like he does he is yeah he's not cool he's just. He's just on a thing. <laughs> He's one of those people that's either you like him or you don't. Like, yeah. there's no in between, you know. And more times than not, people, once they get to know him, like, they like him. Yeah, they catch his vibe and then, like, oh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's not, well, back then, maybe people wouldn't have liked him. But now, the person he is now, he's more just, he's just chill. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Loki is my dog, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I miss that his fat ass hand gave me a dab. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's gonna be a little bit husky when he comes home too, because all he's been doing is eating and you know training. Because everybody knows that Jonathan loves his weights. Mm-hmm. He don't play when it comes. To Every his time I see the store on Instagram, fucking his back goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Time to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah. Let's give him a round of applause. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> 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 Shut up! I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you for being our yeah, first guest you. on Thanks our podcast. This was better than I thought it was going to be. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm honored to be the first. It's kind of, it's kind of it's a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up happy, then it kind of got sad. She caught me off guard with the. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it either, but it's not emotional. So. <laughs> it ended up fine. Bye. Check out our Instagrams. Instagram, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you videos. Make sure you check out episode six. This will be episode seven because we're yeah. recording two today. We're on that grind today. Yeah. And also, let's go, Heat, man. We got it, man. Let's go, man. Hey, football season started too. Let's go, Let's go, Dolphins. I watch football. But let's go, Heat, though. We're going yeah. to take that. Let's get it. And she pulled her heart away. I just remind her for my sister. She's calling.